0: Salutations and welcome to Retrek. I'm Captain Jim, and with me is Admiral Elliot. Hi there. And we're still on the road to Picard and we're still looking at a couple of Voyager episodes this week. Yeah, we're continu- well, really, we're continuing from where we were last week yeah, yeah. with uh, Next episode. Scorpion. Yeah. Next episode. I think it's another classic case of Trek getting it really right and car- ongoing stories. Yeah. No, it's it's good. It's a bit like when we talked about sort of how best of both worlds needed family to sort of wrap things up and we're doing that a bit we're not just going straight into seven and nine being a member of the crew yeah we get the gift to sort of take the edges off a bit and introduce her a little bit more yeah instead of it just being there suddenly yeah it's done right so this episode we're looking at The Gift and we're also looking at another 7 of 9 episode which is The Raven, uh, which is a little bit later in the same season, is uh, it? It's only episode 6. Right. So okay. it's only... Um, so it's 2, another, so about, about 3 in another between. Three, yeah, about three, 3 in between. Yeah, so we're going to take a look at them, talk about 7 of 9 a little bit because... As we said before, she looks like she's playing quite a, a big part in Picard. Yeah. Or we assume it's quite a yeah, big part from the Yeah, she's seen quite a lot. In both trailers, you see quite a bit of her. So is she going to be part of his crew or helping him? or? Yeah, she's definitely got a role to play, has not she? We yeah. don't know how much we're going to see of her. but yeah. um we're assuming she's quite pivot. That she's yeah. going to have a pivotal role. And she's a great character, so it's going yeah. to be fun to have a look at her. And um, just apologies for, we missed last week's episode, we've had a, a little bit of a break, so we went to the Sci-Fi Weekender uh, and needed a bit of time to recover, really. It was quite a a heavy one, wasn't it? Um, yeah. But the in news from that, we, we saw, obviously, Dr. Squee and Ambassador Nicola there, and he managed to get a little bit of an interview with David Warner, who was attending. Yeah, and so, we've got to be looking at his... Uh, Trek credentials very closely coming up. Yeah, we're going to do a special sort of chain of command episode we're going to get Dr. Squee back and we're going to have some clips from the interviews that he did with David Warner as well so we're not entirely sure where that's going to fall, it's going to be a case of when we can all when we get together. we can all get, get on the microphone at the same time. Yeah, <laughs> but that will, that will definitely come in the road to Picard before we get to the end of it but for now then let's have a look at The Gift and Looking at the story of it then, it's mainly Seven of Nine integrating with the crew. And getting rid of Kes. Yeah, sort of, uh, I feel a bit sorry for Jennifer Lee and Rayleigh, because it... Yeah, erm... Um, I mean, they, they didn't just do, she gets killed and that's it, no, at least they give her a send-off. They give her a send-off and she does come back again later, so... Yeah, and it's that it... weird one where she's gone mad and she's trying to... Yeah. She just wants to kill them all for some reason. Well, she's she's got old and got memory loss yeah I remember it being a weird one yeah yeah. so yeah she does come back later on but this is for now the last we see of Kez and the episode sort of weighted much more towards Seven of Nine than it is towards Kez she gets a few scenes here and there but she's more the B story yeah like we got a teaser of Kez suddenly getting more powerful in Scorpion yeah and then suddenly she's got almost superpowers by yeah, the next just, episode. They've, it just goes crazy cra- yeah. in this one. And th- there has been stuff earlier with Kez and her powers kind of growing, out not yeah. there? But it didn't... Yeah, they, they could have probably... Really they could have probably... If they knew they were going to do what they did with Seven in... Being Seven in sort of midway through season yeah. three, they could have had half a season of her getting yeah, stronger and stronger and getting more... I always thought... thought it kind of feels like a bit of an abandoned storyline, Kez because it was always said, "Oh, she lived seven years," so it seemed like seven years, seven seasons. I thought it was nine. was it nine? That nine years to live? nine years, but she was two. But when she you was found, two. So yeah. So I always thought it were going to be designed that she was <laughs> going to die in the last season and die just before they got home. Yeah, that sort of thing. So for whatever reason, they decided to write Kez out when they brought Seven in and this is sort of how we deal allegedly with allegedly she wasn't a very popular character at the time Kez, and yeah maybe not I, I mean I think it was I think that's a bit unfair on her he's a little bit she's better than Neelix they could have got rid of Neelix I quite like Neelix I, I, yeah, yeah I, I quite like Neelix he brings a uh, a different comedy element sometimes to it, it does I like matter. how he rubs up hair to yeah, Vulcan they have a good sort of banter between yeah. them I suppose but I, I don't know I just think sometimes it's a bit too much when Helix, but yeah <laughs> so this one that's this a part in this episode coming up actually yeah that's quite shocking that he does okay well we'll get that as we go through but yeah so the the story then basically seven he's not going to survive without medical care because a human system's kicking in it's rejecting the bog implants and everything and that's sort of the journey that we take her on and then running alongside that you've got Kez getting stronger and stronger and I I like that there is a sort of parallel drawn between them and Janeway even sort of calls it out at one point and says you know I've got a bog who doesn't want to be more than she is and I've got an who who is becoming much more and I quite like that I like that there is that juxtaposition between them rather than just having the two storylines completely yeah. separate and Janeway has this thing with Seven like she she puts her to work early on you know she's, she is trusting her yeah she's asked to be allowed to do something so Janeway trusts her and it's fixing the engines, getting all the bog stuff out of it, basically. Yeah, like, Belana says, like, all of it's uh, causing problems and slowing them down and ruining things. And, like, surely all these bog implant, implants that they put on the ship have been to improve the ship You'd to go so, battling yeah. species 8472? Yeah, you'd think it would improve it. I suppose it's one of those... She does that... keep a, a couple of bits, doesn't she? She says... Yeah, but it don't it don't really make a notable difference. Yeah, but yeah. I suppose it's one of them that they have to write it out in some way because if if it got fully Borg upgraded, they'd be home next week, sort of thing, and mm. or home a lot faster. So they they have to kind of write it out. But that that's basically there to give seven something to do, and then while she's working on it. She sees her opportunity to contact the bog and takes it and takes it, yeah. And that leads to her being locked up. And there's a great scene in the brig where Seven sort of basically has a bit of a breakdown, really, where she's talking to Jim Yeah, and I, um, I can relate to this actually in a way, yeah. Like Seven's going on about she's only one, she's used to voices, it's yeah. quiet, and I've I can relate to the quiet part where it's really strange. Well, I used to live in Middlesbrough. Hmm. I was on the direct uh, landing path <laughs> for <from> Teesside Airport. <laughs> I had a railway at one side of my flat and the main, yeah. mo- well, main air road at the other side. So I- it was really noisy. My flat used to shake with freight yeah. trains. And then I moved back to Geisley on a little side street. Yeah. And yeah. there was no noise and I couldn't sleep. Yeah, you I, get used to the... To this day, I still need the TV on in the background to fall yeah. asleep. Oh, I do, yeah. It's <laughs> weird when... I can't... It, it was... and I'd never had the problem before going to Middlesbrough, but ever since then, I need noise to be able to yeah, fall asleep. it makes sense. And, yeah, I see what you mean. It's sevens cut-off sort of thing, yeah. Yeah. And I like the sort of building up a a mentor or even motherly sort of relationship with Janeway and she sort of cuddles her when she's having this bit of breakdown in sickbay and everything so I I like the relationship the building between them yeah it starts very early early on the relationship between Uh, Janeway and Seven and it is this is a relationship that we see grow for the next four years and I mean there's we never know the full story but there's rumours backstage that the actresses didn't get on that well I think they do now, but it, it depends who you listen to. But there was a thing. Well, if it didn't get on the, the doing a really good. They job. are doing a really thing. good job. I think from what I heard, it was, Kate Mulgrew was a bit, pissed off really that it suddenly became much more about Seven of Nine and, so. But then yeah. you don't know whether yeah, yeah. there's any truth to it or not. But those are the rumors. Yeah. But certainly, like you say, it doesn't. It doesn't come off on screen, no it doesn't and we wind up the episode then Seven sort of resolves not to try and assimilate them again but we'll talk about that when we get on to the next episode whether she sticks to that (laughs) Uh, and then on the other side of it Kez basically is getting stronger and (coughs) stronger yeah she's affecting actual matter she's seen beyond the subatomic yeah that's stuff that gets quite, so she's affecting the structure of the ship around her yeah there's quite a good special effect where the ship's sort of like a wave almost running through it and it gets to the point where she's damaging the ship she's got to leave and she basically seems to turn into a ball of light or something yeah some sort of energy almost like she some energy being which reminds me of um like you had the Organians in the original series who yeah. transcended and yeah there was one in oh, next gen was it Transfigurations where they found that guy injured and there was sort of a romance thing with him and Dr Crusher a little bit and he turned oh, into a big yeah. ball of light at the end as well so it's it is a thing that we've had in Star yes. Trek that Human humanoid species can evolve to this next stage. Yes, of uh, like she uses the power <laughs> as well to throw Voyager forward. Yeah, which gets them out of bog space. Well, well, allegedly. Well, let's look at this. So, this is what Janeway says on the bridge. Mm. She's thrown uh, us nine and a half thousand <laughs> light years f- forward, mm-hmm. ten years closer to home, and pa- out and past bog space. Right. Now there's another hundred and one episodes. Yeah, very true. And there's twelve more bog stories. Yeah, <laughs> including the end one where the a major bog hub This is true. <laughs> this doesn't seem like she's gone past bog space. No, it it doesn't really, <laughs> does it? And so the ten years closer. So they've got about sixty five years it left was, now. Was roughly seventy years originally reach. are going to be seventy years, and then this we're... is ten, so sixty, and we've had three years before. Yeah. This. A few shortcuts, so Yeah. Probably about fifty years at the 50, moment. yeah, fifty to sixty. Yeah. So But we also saw in the previous one, Scorpion, they went, Oh, we have to take the North West Passage, it'll take us through Bog Space Yeah they did. And they talked about that as if it ought to be a couple of weeks. Yeah, they did, <laughs> yeah, that's a fair point. And as well, if it throws them clear of Bog Space, so like you say, let's be conservative with the estimates. So let, let's say they're now 50,000 light years from Yeah, we're home. 50 years from home. So Borg space is 50,000 light years from Federation space, which makes you wonder about the Borg ship that gets there in Best of Both Worlds. And, and what about the one in Q, who? Yeah, the one in The, the first QH? one. Yeah, because they're only not... Two and a half years. Two and a half years, yes, yeah. And they're not as fast as Voyager. <laughs> no, so they. There you go. So, yeah, there's another. One. So, Borg space is either a lot more vast than. We're will, on here, or. Well, it's. Maybe. Uh, yeah, like Jane we already knows that. The Enterprise had encountered the Borg. Much, the first much, time, much closer. And there were two and a half years at Enterprise speeds. Yeah, yeah. And, like, the difference in speed. When you get up to the high warps, because yeah, has a up. max warp of nine point nine seven five. Yeah, I think that's what they say. Enterprise was something like nine point eight, but yeah. that point one seven five is huge amounts. In terms yeah, at this rate, at this sort of level, yeah. So yeah, it doesn't all quite add up with Vorg Smith, but I think we've talked about this before. Al. There's not really a map that yeah. we can look at, but um... but like there's another 12, 12 Twelve stories. Yeah, because so but some of, the of them are two parts. So yeah. this is a, so we're looking at about completely past bog space, mm-hmm. and they're fifteen percent of the time they're spending in bog space at least. Yeah, but we're <laughs> go, yeah we're, we're out of bog space, but we're gonna see the bog between now and the end of Voyager more than we have Ever. in all of Trek <laughs> up until now. Yeah. So anyway, we won't get too hung up on that, but the the next episode we're looking at is a Borg episode as well, but there we go. Um, so let's look at a bit about the characters then. So we didn't have too much on Seven last time, but we get loads on her in this one. Yeah. first big episode, so this is a good one for her. And the first thing is, a humanity is starting to reassert itself, but at this stage she still wants to go back to the Borg. Well, she was assimilated as a as a child, and and this is mentioned that she was assimilated at a very young age all she's (laughs) known is Borg yeah, exactly she's had 20, I think she's meant to be 27 in this or something Something like like that that, so she was assimilated at 7 year old she spent 20 years as a Borg yeah, exactly, so that has been her life and I've got a few notes about that to talk about um, a little bit later on but other things we find out then, we get a name for the first time, which was Annika Hansen. And we find out that her parents were explorers, but not really Starfleet ex they didn't want to do what they Starfleet didn't want to be part wanted. Of Starfleet, they so they've gone off in your own little ship. They were sort of renegade yeah. explorers a little bit, which I like it when we have stuff like that in Star Trek because we until D S nine and, you know, even Largely, India's now. We see it all through the the Starfleet Federation Prism, and yeah, it's nice to be reminded that there are other lifestyles yeah, out there, and there's other. The Federation is just is military scientific arm. Yeah, so there's the civilization. There's is. other things. There's other ways of life. There's other pursuits that you can follow, and everything. And we get, I think, we we do get flashbacks to Seven's parents in that dark frontier 2 part. Yeah, yeah, we get quite a lot (laughs) later on. We'll get to see that a bit later. And Seven then, she starts off sort of really angry about being separated and she even says she would have rather died than what's become of her now. And she's insisting send me back. Yeah. So it's like you say; it's showing how ingrained in yeah. it she is. She comes up with quite an interesting one to Jane because Janeway's going on at the moment. She, you're not in a position that you can yeah, make yeah. decisions for yourself while you're still becoming human and you're yeah and re, and you reintegrating. And someone turns around and goes, "Okay, then once I'm human, if I still wish to go back yeah. to dog, will you let me?" And th- this, I mean, this is what I was was thinking about like that it's almost sort of hypocrisy really from jamie because what what she's basically saying is i'll give you the choice once you're human but i won't believe that you're human until you choose not to go back yeah so it's 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 a catch 22 22, exactly and it it does raise issues of is she being fair with her yeah like there's a big moral question here as well. Yes, yeah, there is, and you know, this is something I think. The, there's a few episodes that it reminded me of like this, the central dilemma, basically, is sort of nature versus nurture, and I suppose it's also a bit like the Stockholm syndrome. Yeah, there's that. Yeah. Where she's been, where essentially the Borg kidnap people, assimilating. Yeah. So and she's become sympathetic to her kidnappers. Yeah, that's a fair point. And it, it and if we you take that reading of it, then Janeway is doing the right thing. Yeah. But then it it does become the debate of at what point do we have to respect an individual's wishes even if yeah we believe that the wishes are, are not right. Like so you've got seven began life as a human was part of the bog for the longest time and now has potential to be human again. And that reminded me of... The, and I the, suppose by the time we get to Picard, she's going to have been human more than she was born. Yeah, that's a good point. So, it, it reminded me a bit of the, there's the TNG episode, Suddenly Human, where there's that lad who's been living with an alien species all his life. And it's early season four, and he comes on board the Enterprise, and he's quite violent, and he wants to go back to them, but then his human parents turn up, And I know what you mean. Yeah. yeah, The debate is, do we send him back to the aliens or does he go back to the humans? And Picard chooses to let him go back to the aliens. And then contrasted with that, you've got the DS9 episode Cardassians where they have the little Cardassian boy who's been adopted by the Bajorans and he wants to stay with the Bajorans and he hates Cardassians. Uh, but his Cardassian family turns up and ultimately Sisko sends him back to his Cardassian family yeah, so, it's, uh... so Picard chose the culture that he's grown up in Sisko chose the culture that he came from and Janeway is choosing really the culture that Seven came from rather than the, yeah. the culture that she grew up with so she's making effectively the same decision as Sisko but it's it's interesting that we've got three captains who've had a similar dilemma and they deal with it in different ways. In different ways, yeah. And um yeah, like obviously like three captains in three completely different situations are facing the same dilemma. Yeah, yeah. Surely at some point the Federation should have a directive. You'd think so, that they'd make so yeah, it's it's come oh, up enough. This up times keeps happening. Now. Yeah, it's a fair point. It's and it's within within ten years of each other it's happened yeah three times. That we know of. That we know of, yeah. The three captains we've seen have had it happen. Yeah, in our (laughs) featured crews at least, yeah. And I suppose the thing is with the other two situations they were Cardassians, and I forget the name of the aliens in Suddenly Human, but they were at least fully developed cultures, whereas with Seven the Borg are very different to any other culture. Yeah, the sort of overwrite whatever you have, the but then, you know, it's a similar thing to Hugh, really, that Hugh chose to go back to the Collective, well, even went, though... Hugh went back to the Collective for the good of the Enterprise in the end. That's true. So yeah. That and it, Seven wouldn't be doing it for anyone's good other than yeah, what she perceived Yeah, Hugh did it. Goods. Hugh did it for selfless reasons. Yeah, very true. So it, it's an interesting one, though, and it's... It, that thing you said about, like, Stockholm Syndrome and you could argue that the other way that, you know, does Seven develop Stockholm Syndrome now to the crew of Voyager? Yeah, she's been kidnapped out of her culture yeah. again and Janeway's basically saying until... She's enforcing human culture, I'm Yeah, sure. Until you're broken down to the point that you don't want to leave this culture you're staying here, so... Yeah. It is a really interesting one and, yeah, she does sort of... She questions this idea of human freedom and she says basically you're assimilating me in the same way that the bog did yeah and I don't want it to happen and yeah it's it, there is some really good stuff it's a very mo it's right it's one of those which way would you go yeah, what would exactly. you do and it is I, th- I don't think there's a right all not answer think there is. I mean I think seven by the end of Voyager would be thankful that Janeway did what she did. Yeah, I think by the end she's so she's it, been uh, indoctrinated into humanity <laughs> sufficiently, not yeah. to want to go back. Janeway broke her completely, <laughs> and now she's there. And um, she does agree to like help the crew with adjusting the warp engines and everything like that, and it seems like she actually means it Yeah. until she gets that chance to contact yeah. the bargain and takes it, but... It, to me, I don't think she sets out to betray them at that I stage. I don't think she. I don't think she had any intention of, but I think she was, if an oppor- opportunity arose, she took took it. Yeah, and she does say that to Jane. Where if the opportunity arises, I will take it to yeah. get away. And she. I will actively look for it, but. No, that's it, and so it, it shows really that she's, she's developing even at this stage. yes yeah. it, She's not. As narrow-minded and as sort of evil, if you like, as the rest of the bog, even at this early stage, and we see more of that in the next episode. Um, We also see her like feeling quite sad, where where she is cut off, and she says, "I am one instead of you know I am whatever." And we are. And she, she's genuinely Sad about it as well so Yeah It is having a traumatic Effect on her What they're doing to her Well we do see this That she was part Like We do see that the Borg Operate herself a cell mm. In a later episode I can't remember which one it is But we see Her Her unit that she came from Where from Oh she's yes nine. Yeah I remember that Yeah So And the they got cut off again. There, yeah, so yes, I they have developed like a new sort of hive mind. Yeah, just three of, of the them. Yeah, yeah it's a, I think that's called one that episode. It might maybe. be. Um, and then finally, at the end of the episode, we get seven in a cat suit, which the doctor says he's designed. Yeah, which, like I've said this before, and I think, I think they've really, it's an awful thing Star Trek is guilty of. Yeah, when they get female actresses. Let's show them in something that shows them off. Yeah, and I I'm not being funny, but like a tits in this outfit, you know, there's no oh, not, way of getting around it. That oh, no. is what that outfit's designed oh, for. Well she was brought in as I candy. Yeah. But, but she's also a good great actress, she's, but is, she's brilliant. she was brought in as I candy But it it is almost ridiculous when oh, you see It the, is a, how how the dress of Yeah. And the doctor says, oh, I've made it, so it's aesthetically appealing as well as practical. He actually has quite a few he, Like, he does her eye, which I like. Yeah. And he go, and he's showing it to Jane when he goes, notice how I've um, got the pigment to match her, yeah. her real eye. And it's, oh, I love your attention to detail. Oh, and I've stimulated your hair follicles to grow. Yeah, I which like... Which is quite interesting for someone with my... Yeah, I like his, his little bald joke there. He's like, i got vicarious yeah. pleasures from doing it. The outfit's ridiculous but we're stuck with it for far, well not necessarily this outfit but the same design obviously the Doctor has designed her an entire wardrobe of skin tight catsuits different colours at (laughs) least but yeah um, it doesn't look like she's wearing this outfit in Picard so at least we're being a bit more sensible there and yeah she she finishes we have this nice moment where she says she remembers what her favourite colour was when she was a kid so we are seeing that start bits, to, bits are coming to come back. out now. Yeah, looking at then, I, I did have a few notes for Janeway, but I think we've kind of covered it as we've yeah. gone through her. Right. Like, I think our main focus is should be Joey yeah. Ryan, seven of nine. Then looking at sort of the broader universe of it, again talking about feeling a bit sorry for Jennifer Lean. She's listed in this episode as um, also starring, so already she's, gone from, yeah, the she's gone from the credits. Yeah, and I think I think that's a Screen Acting Guild thing that if you if you're in the main credits, if you're in the main credits, you paid for this um, season, something like that, or it it was at that time. Yeah, yeah. They do it with um, that happens in Buffy. Josh Widen yeah. wanted uh, he had a character that he wanted everyone to think was oh, me. Oh, in the first episode, yeah, Jesse wanted to have him in the credits and then he were dead by the end of the... Yeah, so just as a shock value. Um, he finally got to do it with Tara later on when presumably the rules were a bit more relaxed, but... Um, oh, it was making enough money that he was allowed yeah, to do Yeah, he was things. allowed to get away with it, yeah. Yeah, I think it's in America, if you appear in the main, cre- main title sequence, main yeah. credits... You get paid for the whole season or or half a season. Or whatever, yeah. And she was in one episode, so they took her out of the credit so they didn't have to pay her for. (laughs) So, yeah, she gets an also starring credit um, on her way out. Um, The doctor says that he's ethically obliged to follow his patient's demands, which I thought was really weird. Like, how does that stack up with the Hippocratic Oath if someone doesn't want to be treated? surely a doctor is still obliged to um, treat that patient I don't know because we have like uh, do not resuscitate and all sorts don't that's we? true but that's in the case of when you could be declared dead yeah you, you people have a do not resuscitate yeah. thing um, but yeah I'd have thought the doctor well, in a case have been like this, if you'd have that would have been, you yeah. wouldn't have been here no that's very true <laughs> But no, thank, thankfully I don't have a do not resuscitate. So resuscitate the hell out of me! That's, yeah, keep going. <laughs> when you think you've resuscitated enough, give it another five minutes. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I'm I'm not quite sure. Like for a, a, a computer doctor, you know, a medical hologram, surely he would have to do whatever he can to save life to do no harm. Well, and, would you? We have quite a number of instances throughout the whole of Voyager where he says one thing and then he gets ordered by Jane That's there, very true, and he, yeah. and he goes, I'll be putting this in my log and she goes, fine. Yeah. <laughs> and just do it anyway. <laughs> yeah. And then all this business with Kez and her ascending and everything, yeah. you, you mentioned it earlier, like you can see Beyond the Subatomic, which is that... I, I'm, well, I feel well, like that's a new thing for the well, Star Trek well, it is even too, because there's there's nothing beyond the Star Trek. There's nothing topic. beyond it, yeah. So that potentially opens up a lot well, of maybe questions. That's, well, maybe that's how Q manipulates things. Yeah, it could well be, yeah. As we said, the Ogonians and. Yeah. Maybe that's how they do it, because she is something beyond and the it, subatomic yeah, that we're aware of. Yeah, it could be what Hugh's alluding to in All Good Things where he says you're going to explore the possibilities of existence, that's yeah. the real thing that humanity's going to do. And then there's a bit where uh, Seven's talking about, um, I think somebody says, oh, you did well to come up with this idea and he says, no, we don't come up with anything, yeah, we, we take took things. we from species, whatever. <laughs> yeah, and that, that ties back to what we got in Scorpion of the Borg cannot invent things; they can yeah, yeah, only simulate. work with what they've got. And then there's an implication as well that the Borg are transdimensional. I know we've seen it that they've been a liquid space, but she gives that bit where she says it, galactic cluster three, and she talks about various. There's a load of techno yeah. about it, but it sounds like the Borg are able to. But then we know they've got these transwarp conduits it, yes, and all so that, can, so. But we're broadening what we know of the Borg there. And then, just a little throwaway line where they talk about two vox meditation statue. And Janeway says, a Vulcan doubled the price of it. A Vulcan saw, master went so Yeah, so it's like, it's this thing of money again, which, we you know, we've talked bit, about. yeah. But also, is it? I suppose it is logical to increase prices. Well, go say that, doesn't she? She goes, "Well, (laughs) it was assume it was a logical thing to do." Yeah, it would be logical to increase your prices when somebody with a bit of money comes up. I suppose Starfleet doesn't have money. uh, Yeah, that's it. Yeah, it's a funny one. We don't understand. if anybody actually knows about the economics, I mean, I read an interesting article about it that broke down a lot of it. But then it said um, Quark's bars a problem. But then it said, well, it must be that all the drinks at Quark's bar are free, the lost leaders. But that doesn't stack up. It's quite a few times Quark says somebody's not paid his bar tab yeah. or whatever. So, yeah, you know, good effort, whoever wrote that essay. Yeah, but sure. um, I'm not quite sure it works. And then, yeah, so any other highlights from the episode? There's a really nice part um, when the doctor's operating on Seven mm. and he's taking off her implants and he removes <laughs> a part of that's on her head. Yeah. So you see it come off, but then there's all makeup underneath as well. Yeah. So, because normally you just have something like that stuck on and you wouldn't Yeah, you have, would. But they've taken the effort to make sure that she's made up underneath it. Yeah. And, and it looks really... And for the time this was done, like let's remember, there's no CGI here. This is No, it's true practical effects. <laughs> practical yeah. effects, it's a lovely effect. And he said it's just like peeling an onion. <laughs> yeah, no, it is good. The 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 makeup on seven as the Borg version of Seven is is very impressive, yeah. I like there's a good exchange between Tuvok and the Doctor, like the doctor says that's a reasonable diagnosis for a security officer and later Tuvok says that's a proven uh, security measure for, for a doctor, a doctor. <laughs> so yeah there's some nice banter between yeah. them but yeah overall I thought that was a, a good episode It is, eh? and like we say it <laughs> falls on nicely from Scorpion yeah absolutely so is there anything more on this one before we move on to the Raven? no we're moving on to Raven yeah. and there's actually we don't actually see a great deal of Seven at all? For the next three episodes, it's Raven when we actually really start seeing again. So, like, there's always been this. Everyone believes Seven came in, and every story was Seven of Nine. There are a lot of Seven of Nine, but there's also a lot that aren't. And straight away, there's like three episodes that she's nothing to do with. Well, let's move on then to the Raven. This one then, we start with Seven having nightmares and visions of the Borg and visions of a raven and the Doctor thinks it's PTSD from being part of the Borg and there's a little bit of discussion of it like we've seen Borg separated from the Hive before and they haven't gone through this but Seven's been in it so long yeah. maybe that's the cause of it and obviously the the true cause of it is also, the crux of the episode like also really. we on like this is episode 6 and there's been we're probably looking at 5 or 6 well a few weeks at least yes. she's been on board now I mean you assume with most weekly episodic shows that each episode's roughly a week yeah. or roughly a week apart yeah. and, you know I think it's a fair assumption because we can't translate dates properly, but yeah. So at this stage, the doctor's saying, "Well, it could just be a natural effect of what she's okay. been through, and, and your humanity re-assimilated itself." But and... we're gonna delve into that as we go through and find out what it is. That's kind of the mystery of the episode. And then the other string of the episode, really, is we've got these aliens, the Boma. And Voyager needs to pass through their space Or wants to pass through the space to get Yeah, he'll shave them some time off And the Bomar are very, very restrictive On what they're going to let them do We're going to have security checks at every planet and... Yeah, and you're going to have to follow this route And you're yeah. not allowed to pass close to this planet and you can only can't... use warp, whatever Yeah, and yeah so there's all, all this going on as well And then, shortly after that Boat Seven gets basically... It's kind of like a trigger and a bog side kicks in. Well, yeah, well, we see this and it's like, this is one of those really stupid scenes in in Star Trek. And the doctor said that your physiology is reasserting itself above the bog, and you need to start eating yourself. Yeah. So he sends her a a tablet of what nutrients she needs. Yeah, yeah. Go to the mess hall, see Neelix. So he makes her something yeah let's take it easy so and so steamed yeah he says steamed but then you hear him drop it in and it sounds like it's frying to well, me well everything he does is uh, fried yeah he calls it steamed and boiled and yeah it, he has one pan over a huge I flame <laughs> star trek i think needed like a chef consultant because as we talked about the other episode with riker and his omelettes that were omelettes yeah somebody just needs to sit him down and go look hang on that's not steamed yeah, but anyway, but it sits it down and then we get this stupid part. And it's oh like a spaceship, a shuttle yeah. going into the landing bay mouth, and then he starts doing. And it's that way you do with babies, where it's the train yeah, going yeah. into the tunnel, then it's going choo 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 yeah. choo. You can see he wants to do train and not yeah. not shuttle. Yeah, that's <laughs> a good point. Yeah, it's that thing of let's try and update it when yeah. it probably wouldn't be updated and also you know I can relate to this one as someone who recently couldn't eat for a while Seven would be spewing her guts up after eating whatever this slop yeah. is that Neelix has made for if she's never eaten in her life <laughs> you know I, I didn't eat for what two months or something and it took me a long time to yeah. be able to actually eat food and keep it down and I know it's you know, it's for the sake of the story and we don't really want to be seeing seven throwing up all over no. the other place, but and it's like, I to think be she'd a have cute probably thing. I think I think you'd have know, probably more likely in that situation, what she was going through, that should have been given small amounts of what she actually needed by yeah. the doctor in sickbay. And you know, started her on water maybe instead yeah. of just going, Oh go see what Neelix, Neelix, can, Neelix can, can throw it together. And Neelix throws out what the doctor says like I've got this list of all these nutrients no I'm not going to do that I'll bet <laughs> you this whatever it is that I'll have some of it in but yeah so mm, yeah Neelix as we said is an interesting yeah. one like I, I think that it was his choo 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 that flipped her <laughs> over now, might I'm, out, I'm out of here yeah it is it <laughs> while she's having yeah Neelix, that's when she Neelix. goes and then she goes you will be assimilated yeah and that's it and yeah, is the one where Neelix gets assimilated? Or is it just a vision of Neelix being assimilated? Or is it one of these alternate reality, Or maybe yeah. I've made it up, maybe it's wishful thinking. <laughs> There's a part like just before this and she, when she first meets Neelix and she goes, Species, I think it's 371. Yeah, yeah. And he goes, I was And she goes, You were assimilated at so and so, so and so. Yeah. Um, you make excellent drones because of your large muscle mass. <laughs> Yeah, I like as well that's attention to detail that the Talaxians are low in the numbers. Because if the Borg originated in the Beta Quadrant, the Beta Quadrant aliens would be the lower yeah. numbers, so that's quite nice. And then, yeah, she steals a shuttle and she's off. Shuttles are very easy to nick in Star Trek. Well, I I have, a, I have a few problems with this. Like, we know the doctor's taken stuff out of her. Hmm. And suddenly she's got Borg shields and. Yeah, well, she grows like a new implant that comes yeah, out of her hand, doesn't but, she? Like, it's a lot of stuff that she has to grow instantly for Borg shields and walking through they shields. They do and... even call it out, don't they Like, the aliens say why she got Borg shields, and Janeway says, we don't know. Yeah. And then. It's never really explained in the episode. No. It's... You just gotta go with it. Yeah, but it's very. Fr- regrown Um, But the doctor makes a cure. And then it's this thing of um, the Boma don't want us to go into their space but we're going to send a shuttle in anyway and we're going to try and retrieve them. Seven attacks the Boma, and then Tuvok goes after her, he gets captured by Seven. He finds out she's found a bog signal that she's following which she thinks is it's a homing signal to yeah. lost drones to get back. But then Janeway, when they go into like sevens, I'm going to say a quarters, but the shuttle bay or wherever it is that she's holed up in and they get access to her journals and they find she's been seen a raven, which way puts two and two together at this stage, realises yeah. that the raven represents a parent's ship, which was called, called the raven. And that's what... They, it is it's a bog signal, but it's the bog signal from... The raven. It, it, her ship. And she's having flashbacks of... <laughs> Yeah, because there's this whole thing of she's scared of the bog in these visions, but she's like, "But I'm not." The, you know? Yeah. They, they were mad. Yeah, she's trying to run away from them, and and it it's obviously she. she it turns out she's sort of reliving a, a childhood trauma. Really Simulated, yeah, and that's you know that's all good. That's good stuff. Ultimately, they rescue her, but they have to go round Boma space. In the end, yeah, they've, they've not managed to. Well, they broke the agreement. Yeah. It was just- now this is something that it it's a very sort of starfleet thing really, you know, Janeway's like, these aliens explicitly said you cannot do this so we're going to do it anyway and the other big time this happens is in Deep Space Nine the, the when they first encounter the Dominion the Jemadar comes onto the station at the end of season 2 and he says any incursion through the wormhole is a violation of our space and it's an act of war but then in Season 3 of DS9, they say, oh, Starfleet have said we can start exploring again. Yeah. And that's the one thing about DS9 that's always bugged me. Yeah. It's... We wouldn't have had this Dominion War no. if we'd just gone, okay, that's... That is their territory. Yeah. And they have said, you, you're you not allowed there. Yeah. I know you want to explore, but you're not allowed. You're not... Yeah, they're saying, <laughs> you're going to have to make some sort of treaty to be allowed to go to places. So in, in theory, yeah, the... They brought it on themselves, the Dominion War, really. I mean, I know the Dominion get more aggressive as it goes along. Yeah, but the broke. But there were... If they're, the, they're actually... The Federation are invading the Dominion space. Yeah, they, they're exploring when they shouldn't be. And so if the Dominion needed a diplomatic reason for the war, they yeah. could easily cite that. Yeah. So it's... They, they, there is a sort of degree of arrogance to it. I mean... And potentially, Janeway's doing the same thing here. if, yeah. the, if the, 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 these... The, It's these space have said, we will let you pass, but only on this passage. You're not allowed yeah. to deviate. We don't want you looking at our planets or other stuff. Yeah. And then if these had declared war on Voyager, Voyager would have got destroyed. It's fairly reckless, really, what Janeway does. Well, I'm not sure, actually, because the, the ships they've got don't look all Um, that no powerful a Voyager shuttle can take them on but presumably if it's their whole civilization I don't know but yeah it's a bit dicey really but anyway and um, yeah it's looking at Seven's character then in this one so we start off she's experimenting with art and with relaxation so we're we're seeing that this exploration of her own humanity is carried on and as we said in the gift, this motherly mentor relationship is obviously yeah, something it's time that's... to flourish between Janeway and Wayne. Yeah, she's and... even taken her to a Da Vinci holodeck program. Yeah. though. John Reese Davis isn't, isn't, isn't present no. in this one. It's just the the setup of it, but. Um, yeah, it's an extra cost that they probably could not afford. For. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I don't blame them. I mean, it, I, did they need him for this episode? No, no. I mean, I don't think they needed needed the Da Vinci character at all, to be honest. I mean, I think if you're gonna get, if you're gonna get someone like John Reese Davis, give him something interesting. Yeah, give to him something good. You know. But there you go. And then, yeah, as we said in last episode, seven again in this one he's wanting to get back to the collective but in this one it seems less of a free will thing and more of yeah a... this seems more like the signals triggered, triggered things inside yeah. her yeah it's, it's triggered part of the board technology it isn't her making the decision no it's like it's an invasive force this yeah. time that's forcing her to do it yeah and it, it's not her personality now. It, she's been subsumed by it. So, but well, you do get that because she doesn't attack the Boomer. Mm. She sort of flies yeah, under yeah. them. She doesn't try to kill Tuvok Yes, she says that I'll I'll leave you. I'm not going to try to assimilate you yeah even though she's going back she's like I'm not going to assimilate you and she's showing affection and she even says like you know thank Janeway for everything she tried to do for me and everything so there's still a a sort of battle between the two halves of her but we're, we're seeing that the human side is far stronger than it was even a few episodes ago in The Gift and You know, we we ended the gift with her remembering about her favourite colour, but she's remembering more about her childhood. Yeah, which is, like, where we're having this trauma. Yeah, I mean, and it's pretty good. I mean, you don't remember much from when you're seven anyway, but... No, No, so she's... There's a traumatic event happened, and Mm. it's, like, how her mind is processing it. Yeah, and, you know, especially... She's not effectively not been that person for the vast majority yeah. of her life, and to recall, it's pretty a pretty big part of a development. And at the end, she says, "You know, I might look into my parents, and we might, yeah, you know, I might start to explore it." So we're definitely seeing a move towards yeah. humanity, but we're still very early in Seven's arc, really. Looking at then a couple of sort of broader Star Trek universe elements. I like that two Tuvok tries to use the nerve pinch but Seven ends up using it on him. Yeah. <laughs> which I suppose is because the Borg will have assimilated Vulcans at some point. Well, so I should have, but... have done it at uh, Wharf. Yeah, or oh, well, 359. Yeah, yeah. 359. So yeah, presumably they got Vulcans there. Well, and in, um Mount Siskel's captain of Vulcan. Yes, he was. So... so... Yeah, and the Saratoga was left adrift, wasn't it? Yeah, so they probably, yeah, probably assimilated him. So, yeah, oh, yeah. You know, but we've got to assume that there's been that. Vulcans involved in in there. Oh or yeah, there. yeah. But that you know, it's 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 a good bit of writing that Seven would know that, and yeah. there is an in-universe explanation for why she would know it and everything. So that's pretty cool. And the only other real thing we sort of find out about the Borgs is that. They have these beacons that they send out. We've kind of seen that in I Borg with Hugh and his yeah. Penny well, play. the doctor at the end of this episode make sure that make sure that that has been disconnected. Yes, yeah, shut so down. This won't happen yeah. again. And Seven isn't reluctant for that to happen no, either. she doesn't no, so right have no problem with him she, doing that. Yeah, she is making a conscious decision to pursue uh, humanity now as well. Um, and then the other thing is. We find out that these flashbacks. The doctor says they're not normally part of the bog process. You don't usually recall things like this. So, again, we're well, still. now you don't normally. So we've had shoe that they brought out for a couple of days. Yeah, good point. We had Picard that they assimilated that we we're shooing for a few days and then they rescued him. And Picard does have and similar Picard has flashbacks. That's like flashbacks. Actually. In first contact, so does. yeah. So we've all we've got is we've got two people. Two people previously and one of them has quite bad flashbacks so but they wouldn't know about what uh, picard goes through in first contact at this stage because they would that will have happened by this point but Voyager's still out in the delta quad so yeah but what but they picard's, have what they have some of the uh presumably yeah picard's experiences will be well docu- documented yeah you think yeah. So yeah, yeah. It's a fair point. They say it's not part of it. But so we anyway. So we've got. She's the third person we know that's been rescued from the collective. Oh, then one's in Unity as well. They're well, sort of cut off, but not fully. Well, or something yeah, but we don't know. That was never explored. Yeah, but they've that's gone true. through We don't. We have yeah. no. We don't know what they've gone through. That's true. So we know Picard d- is traumatized. Yeah. She um, went back to the collective, so we have no idea if he was traumatized yeah. or not. And then we've got seven traumatized. So, so I'm going to take a wild guess here and true. say that being traumatized is actually part of the process. Yeah. <laughs> I think, yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, the doctor I, maybe not going to get a paper published on this. No, See that a little think, bit more. I, yeah, research. I, I know we have a lot of time for the doctor, but I think he's wrong here. <laughs> so, other highlights of the episode. Then I really like the bit. Janeway, way the way she kind of stands up to the aliens like when they're giving her a bit of hassle she's like may I remind you you're still on my ship yeah and at the end of the episode when they're on the communications she just says I don't have time for this turn them off yeah, <laughs> and, yeah I like th- I like those elements of Janeway way where she don't take any nonsense I like when uh, Paris is go is asking, um, when they're trying to negotiate the route and Paris goes so 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 so, so. when well, the bombman turns out to him goes are your translators faulty? <laughs> yeah. Well, let's talk about this. this. is one of my sort of low lights of the episode. When they're talking about this route and they've drawn it, and. Th- th- oh, it's a proper man. squiggly line yeah. all over! But then Chakote goes, I proposed this new one and I've made marginal adjustments and it's practically a straight line. Like, yeah. It's not really marginal, is it, Chicote? Like, could have tried a little bit harder to black it. To be, to be that fair, play. though, like, they don't want. Voyager di- go this sort of exploring their space, right? Yeah. So they've designed a route that goes everywhere in the space. <laughs> That's true. And Chakot is pr- proposing a route that just goes in one That's line true. straight through it and out. It's the fact that it says it's marginal, it's like, come off it, you know. Surprised they didn't have a little story about it, like, you know. When the Great Woodlouse went to the Hoo-woo tribe, he said, I need to walk around all the trees in the forest but they said, no, you can get through the forest by just jumping from top to top, yeah. Yeah, fortunately we were spared a spirit animal. Yeah, maybe, maybe the advisor went on hand that week you were too busy wherever yes, it is we were We were, we were spared a spirit animal. We well. were, never mind yeah, there's, so, there's more to come of though, there is <laughs> So, yeah, I found that one quite funny. Uh, another one, that I, a bit that I did like, though, was there's um, quite a nice discussion about um, Seven and the parents, and they, they say, you know, how would your parents have enriched your life had you been brought up by them, but also you would have had an impact on them and you would yeah. have enriched their life. And I just thought that was quite nice, quite a nice idea to ponder. And yeah. It, it's something it's not required by the episode and it doesn't really go anywhere but it, it's just a nice touch uh, I enjoyed that bit so yeah I mean anything else that stands out on this one for you? Eh uh, I think we've covered a lot of it haven't we? Yeah uh, it's, it's, a, it's a fairly it, straightforward it's story it's really it's it's Yes. Yeah, plenty it, of action it's good action we we find out a lot more about we find out Seven's becoming more human that she's falling there foul to Janeway's Stockholm Syndrome she's indoctrinating her with yeah I mean one thing watching these two and because we're gonna go back to TNG after this one but Seven really gave Voyager a boost at the right time you know yeah they knew that they needed like it was done deliberately bringing Jerry in yeah like she was, brought, she was brought in as I can and this is well documented oh, yeah, it yeah, was yeah. well known no. at the time getting rid of Kez and bringing in some, yeah. someone a lot better looking, sorry Kez but <laughs> not that Kes isn't good looking no, <laughs> well, uh, did you read that well, with what went on with Jennifer Lee and recently a couple of years back and um, she, well you shouldn't laugh probably but she um, got done for exposing herself to young kiddies <laughs> <So> <laughs> I she, heard about this she, she's yeah. gone off the rails a little yeah. bit poor lass but yes yeah. um, yeah, so, uh, you know at this point she yeah, she was very bonny yeah um, but yeah it was just let, let's bring it it was in. like 70 and she does become a main character very quickly yeah and you know that's fine they do it they did it with Worf in DS9 they brought Worf yeah. in, not for the same reasons as Jerry Ryan but yeah. I'm sure Michael Dawn has a lot of admiring fans in the same way but um, so they brought him in so season 4 let's bring in a new character let's freshen it up and it really really works in Voyager it does give it a jolt and it, I do think there is a little bit of an over reliance on it the the 7 episodes are maybe a bit too frequent but yeah, he's the most interesting character on the show now yeah. you know and she, you know, as you can see, is she's coming back in Picard. She's one of the few Voyager characters I would welcome seeing again. You yeah, know? or I would get like, excited about seeing. Like, again I've said this before, and like all I can base it on is like one interview with uh, Kate Mulgrew. Yeah. just before they were shooting, started shooting on Picard, and she looked very similar to how yeah. she looked in, in Voyager. She changed her hair to all that. Yeah, yeah. Appearance again. And I think she'd make a nice cameo as an I think role. she would do. And I, I'm not saying I wouldn't welcome that. But, but like is a cameo. Yeah, if someone says, oh, Janeway is going to be in Picard, I'm not going to be like, oh, that's really exciting. But if you say Seven's going to be in yeah. Picard, it's like, oh, right, now that is interesting. Yeah. So the Seven and the Doctor, I think, are the two Voyager characters that I would be well up for seeing Yeah, in, I'm quite a know. big fan of Robert Picard. Yeah, I though. think he's great. So yeah, it definitely gives Voyager a boost. We're gonna be looking forward to seeing Seven again in Picard. But for now, we're gonna go back to TNG. We're gonna be looking at next time. We're gonna look at uh, Deja Q. We'll carry on with the Q episodes, but also Captain's Holiday. Yeah, bringing in another one of uh, Picard's uh, women. Yes, well, we'll talk about Picard and his women next week, but. For now then, um, if you want to get in touch with us, we're on Twitter at RetrekPod. We're on Facebook. If you search for Retrek, you'll find the group. And if you want to email us, it's retrekpod at gmail.com. But for now, thanks for trekking with us this time, and we'll see you next time on the Retrek. Thanks and goodbye.